welcome back. We're talking about things that probably you haven't heard talked about in the church before, uh, that we believe are actually dear and important to the heart of God. And so we're just diving in, and we're being honest about it. Hopefully we're going to scripture about it, and we're simply saying, hey, God created this thing called sex, so maybe he has something to say about this topic. And, and, and maybe he could actually help us with this issue, and it's possible that when we ignore God in it, it, it causes harm to us. So we're just doing that for the next six weeks. We're just talking together. And today the topic is what you don't know can uh, hurt you. And we're going to talk this morning about the issues of lust and pornography. And there's good chance that within your life, no one has ever set you down and said, let's, let's just talk about managing lust. Let's talk about what lust does within your life. Let, let's talk about pornography and what the implications are to you. And here's what you're going to find. What you and I don't know about lust and about pornography can hurt you. So we're just going to talk a little bit today. We're going to try and be frank. We're going to be honest and open as we uh, deal with this topic and hopefully find some hope for our hearts. Because some of us came in today absolutely struggling uh, with these issues uh, within our lives. Now, here's the deal. I guarantee you there's some right now who are a little freaked out. That you would say, look, I, I'd be completely content if church never talked about this. Because here's the deal. I think I like my wife. I, I think I'm pretty okay with my level of desire. And I think I've got it pretty well managed, pretty well under control. And, and the truth is, I'm going to tell you, if God were to get into this area of my life, if God sort of had his way, that I all of a sudden would become kind of like asexual. I, I, I would become this person who maybe didn't have any sexual desires anymore, and I, I don't think I want to be that person. First example of what I don't know can hurt you, because here's what you need to know today, is that God, God does not have any plan to wipe out your and my sexual desires, that the reality is, guess who gave them to us, that God gave sexual desire to humans pre-fall. That's how he wired us, that's how he made us, and the reality is, sexual desire is an amazing, heaven-sent, God-given gift within my life. God has never struggled or never wanted you and I not to have sexual desire. God's issue has always been, are you ready? Concept. God has always said, look, 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 sexual desire is totally fine. It's context. It's where you and I choose to express it's where you and I allow sexual desire to go that has all the potential to either bless my life or curse my life. It has always been context. So here's what you need to hear me say. Talking is good. As long as it's within context. Context. How many people here are five-year-old people? I love five-year-old people. Some of you are going, why is this person getting this other raising my hand right now? Fireplace. Some of you are going, yes, yes. Fireplace, and I don't know, maybe because I was the oldest grandchild, my dog 
you see? Remember we said desire is not the problem. It's what I do with the thoughts. Okay? So, so as he passes, I've got a decision to make. I can either turn and admire God's creation. I, 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 can, I can undress her in my mind and I can fantasize about what could be. Or I can let the spark go.
what we don't know about love, and it's what we don't, no one ever told us about from all the time, is that probably the two most significant relationships we want to have are the ones that we don't need to know about, and we go to them. They're the ones most likely. You cannot involve yourself in pornography, involve yourself in lust, and not damage the relationship between you and your spouse. It's impossible. It's impossible. Let me tell you why. Because in that moment, you immediately set up a comparison. You immediately begin to compare whether you want to or not. It's just who we are. Your spouse with your fantasy. And here's the problem. As I sit on the Internet, and there's an image, there's a movie playing for me, there's a picture in front of my eyes, and that begins to incite arousal in me. It begins to get the adrenaline pumping. I, I begin to get excited. But then in some moment I go, okay, that was good for the first 30 seconds, and now I need a new picture. Click. I need another pose. Click. And now all of a sudden some other fantasy comes to the head of my mind. And then that's good because that takes me a little further and excites me just a little bit more. But I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not where I want to be. And click, click, and I literally get to have a parade in my brain. I get to have this amalgamation, this conglomeration of fantasy lovers who, and here's the catch, who do everything I need them to do in the moment that I need them to do it who say all the right things, make all the right sounds, make all the right moves, just when I need it and I don't even have to do more than click. You want to hear the good part? And they have absolutely no expectation of me. And here's what you need to know. Your spouse, your spouse can never know the love you have in your heart. They can't. Somewhere in your body said, David, I really doubt it was David. After three weeks, he cheated on her, and then he ran off with another guy. End of that narrative. Then I know my friend who said to me, he says, look, I just need to find another woman who makes me feel like the sum of your sins. Who, who I get that same excitement, that same thrill, that same euphoria of relationship that I had with her. So I said, I got to get another one. Wait a minute. Didn't the three-week woman cheat on you? Didn't the three-week woman run off with another guy? He says, yeah, yeah, but other than that, it was great. And I, and I said, you, you don't get it. The three-week woman wasn't even the three-week woman. The reality is the only reason you think she's who you think maybe she kind of was that you're fantasizing for was because you only knew her for three weeks. You didn't have long enough to figure out she's not bad at all. She was, she was just as flawed as every other woman in this world. The three-week woman wasn't the three-week woman. And so the problem is now is that every single girl you date, you measure by a woman who never existed. And you've never found a woman who satisfies you. My dear friend dated almost 30 years. Always disappointed in the woman he was with. 
every other aspect of their personality so on fire, so together, so profound, so in subjection to Jesus Christ, that other than that one issue, I wish I could be like them who suffer. You don't have that. Because there's no such thing as a person who's deeply involved in pornography, who has a deeply dishonorable spiritual life. Look at the list of what Paul talks about. He says, I know people who have other sins, but they are excused. Why, why that? Remember last week we, we talked about what happens to the soul that, that you and I are born. Remember this? You and I are born certain souls. And in the same way that a man and a woman's soul longs to have sex, not just physically, but on a soulish level, and to make that connection, Guess what level you and I make a connection with God in? Soulish level. Matter of fact, Scripture is going to describe that connection as such. When you are the bride of Christ, God the Father, Son, and the Spirit, there's a soulish connection that happens. So what happens to the heart of a man or the heart of a woman when we engage in that? Because, see, I, I take that stickiness of my soul and I put it on the image of a computer screen or on the page of a magazine. And guess what begins to happen to my soul? One day I walk into church on Sunday and I'm sincere. I want to meet with God. I want to feel His presence. And so I sit in the room and I go, God, look, I'm here, and I know, I know, I know all that other stuff, and I probably talk, but I'm, I'm, I'm sincere. I want to connect. Meet me and try to worship and try to feel what everybody else in the room is feeling. And I go, nothing, nothing, because here's what I begin to think. in the room who seems to be making a connection and, and seems to be having something worshipful. Maybe they're all just pretending. Maybe the church is just full of hypocrites. And, and maybe I'm the only honest one sitting in the room that's just going to say, I don't feel anything. I'm glad you came here. I, I think I have an issue. Because I reached out to God and God didn't answer. And here's what you need to hear. You're his bride. Loving the place that you're going to spend years feeling nothing. Not just any kind of nothing. Chances are he's really remembering us. Us. Mine. Your soul. Your soul has lost so much. I'm, 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 
a coworker at work, and I know I'm going to fantasize about that relationship, but I'll never go on a date with her. See, I'm willing to go on the internet, and I'm willing to look at some, you know, fairly tame pictures, but there, there's, I've already drawn some, there's some stuff I just refuse. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to manage it. I, I will not go there. Sensitivity. Sound familiar? They have 
giving themselves over to sensuality, so as to indulge in every kind of impurity with, ready for the next phrase, a continual lust and murder. Here's what you and I don't know about pornography and lust and sexual fantasies. They harms us.
instead of paying three bucks a gallon for gas, I'm taking dirt in my well. And sure enough, Bruce goes down to zero. They pull over to the side of the road, grab their shovel, grab their bucket, walk up to their car, pull out the funnel.
something that can't provide what it could never be, but this is me too. But the power of being invincible is you're struggling. That's probably not the day I'm struggling. And I can say, no, 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 no. But on the day that I'm tempted, you can say, hey, 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 I made it through yesterday. Remember, you helped me. I'm helping you. The power of community. I heard what Sam had said. We're going to have the band come out here in a moment. We're going to sing. And then I'm going to come back up. And I want to give you the opportunity. I want to give you the opportunity when everybody else is losing to come forward.